Hello, hello, and welcome to Life Clarifications with Natasha. I'm here to help you doing the work that you want to do. I am going to um, do some stories here. And, you know, it's, it's one of those moments where when we're doing our work in life that, you know, we forget that we do have help. And so I want you to remember I'm Natasha Venter. I am a multi-life intuitive because I remember so many past lives and it's not my truth. I mean, it's my truth. If you don't believe in past lives, don't worry about it, right? So me being a multi-life intuitive, I've practiced many times working with the angels, the guides. And when I clarify as a guide is like even, you know, you can have a family member who's passed. You can... Um, have somebody who's an ascendant master who is part of your belief system, a deity, you know, it's, um, you know, like Gandhi or, or, um, or, uh, you know, you can have many different guides, um, all the guides and goddesses, right? So with that, that when we're going through our relationships and going through our life, we have these guides and they can even be the fae, the fairies, the elementals, it could be angels, it could be star beings, it could be whatever you would like it to be, right? So with that, that going forward, that this is going to be kind of a, a, this is my truth that I'm going to speak of, but remember your truth is your truth. And this is the way I work when I do my intuitive work with private sessions is remembering that your truth is your truth. And when we're going into being what is a truth, a truth, the truth is divine love. And I work with divine love because it's it's one of those things that when we're working with divine love, it doesn't matter what the name is. It could be God, Hindu, Hindi, whoever it is, right? And right now you'll have to excuse me. I'm coming off a migraine. So um, my brain isn't all wiring in quite right with all the names that I want to speak because they're, they're there, right there, right? Uh, and, and, you know, it's one of those things that, that like Shiva, you know, Shiva is one that, you know, he's, he she is one of those that, that really helps with the breaking down of old patterns to create new. And, you know, um, and we're all into these knowings of, of how do we work with these deities that we have? And, and, you know, angels are in that mix. And, and when we're working with the, with, these beings that we believe in. Now, I have an understanding, this is my truth, that the fairies are the star beings of our planet, right? And angels are amongst the star beings, uh, but they are in a unique way of more, um, for lack of a better word, holy, <laughs> or they are more, um, uh, they're more uh, passionate, I would use the word, of helping us to do better. They don't hold judgment upon us. They help us. And so you can have the difference between a house angel that I call them, and they are just protectors of my home, right? That the, they just help and, and work through the house here. But I also have, uh, I also have where um, we have the, the, the archangels, right? There's like Archangel Michael, um, Archangel Azarel, um, you know, uh, Raphael, uh, Gabriel, you know, to name the main top ones that people use. And, and that's the thing about the angels is that we forget that they are energy, right? 
And the energy that they produce, the energy that they are, is like our soul. You know, in my understanding, it's like our soul. And and this is the quantum physics of, of reality in a way that, you know, me being dyslexic, I didn't really read the quantum physics. I didn't go to school for quantum physics. But yet I did go into, you know, my knowings of the quantum physics. And, and the quantum physics is, is that we are energy just like, uh, just like the angels. And so with that, that we can, you know, be in different places at different times with our energy. You know, we have our soul that stays with our body, yes, but we have also souls that are in different dimensions, different noise. Well, that's the way that angels work. They're, they are all in different places. And, and another deity that, you know, I'm going to talk about today is Jesus and Mother Mary, because the fact that they don't necessarily go with a religion. Religion has tagged them theirs, but no, they are free from any religion. They honor the religions of different peoples and different belief systems because of the fact that, you know, my understanding about religion is that, you know, um, that we all speak a different language. Even if we all speak English, we speak different languages, right? And so with, with that, that if we're speaking different languages, then we need to have a different belief system that tags us into it. And that's why I think we have different facets of um, Christianity, why we have so many different facets of the Hindu religions and and a lot of the um the belief systems there. And even the First Nation Native Americans, my eyes twitching again this year, the, this show, as it did on Monday. Um, it's been twitching now for three days. So there's something major going on with me. Um, but, you know, when we're going forward, that the, that the, the moments that, that we are in this um, here, that, you know, we are of this humanness that, when we believe in something greater than us, it really can help. And the way that a lot of our, our um, helpers, I'm going to call them in this language today, uh, that they're on the other side, we don't necessarily see them or feel them. If you are intuitive like me, you may feel them or see them. If you are um, in the midst of believing, you know, they do create an energy, you know, and and they are here to help us. But many times it's like, like when I went to um, Doreen Virtue's um, angel therapy practitioner course, which I knew about it. I knew about all this stuff, but I, my humanness needed to practice to come out a little bit. Right. So in that humanness that I needed to practice trusting this that was coming into me, that information coming into me so that I can move forward into doing what I'm doing today, which is helping others, right? And so that angel therapy practitioner course, what when I walked in, all of a sudden there's an angel up in the corner, right? And this angel was Archangel Chamorel. And Chamorel is an angel for trans transforming old into new. He is an angel that supports you through um, finding yourself. He's about transformation. Again, he's about um, bringing in the, um, the wisdom of of the path that you're supposed to be right and so he's sitting up there in the corner and he's like sitting there going well you're gonna ask me to come down and i said yes i would love your help because many times the angels and our ascendant masters will sit here and go i want to help you 
I will help you. Let's say if you're in a car wreck and you need to be saved and it wasn't your time, right? But really, they do not interfere with us unless we say, oh, God, you know, I'm at the end of my ropes and what am I supposed to be doing, right? And so when we go forward into that moment of, of what are we doing, where are we going, what's happening with us, that when we call upon these angels and these guides and our, our helpers on the other side, it's amazing that that's when life happens to sink in just a little bit better with us, right? Now, I know that it's not like a snap of the fingers help. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it is. Many times it can be. Some There is other times where it's almost like um, if you ask the universe, I want a new car, right? Well, and naming it and being with it, many a times we can ask for a new car, but, but we have to wait for a moment to, to let it set up right? It, it, it takes a moment. So hi on Instagram and hi, whoever's watching. Um, if you want to make some comments on this, you can, as long as they're good comments. I, I appreciate blessed comments. So going into this moment where we ask for our assistance, that it's about, can you help me? And then, you know, when we're working with like our guides and our angels and, and the helpers, right? It, it does, do us well to trust, surrender, and accept. Trust that the angels can help us, right? Or the guides can help us, or our helper bees can help us, right? But we have to surrender that what we wanted isn't exactly what's going to be the best for us. So we have to surrender to the greater good, right? And then um, trust, surrender, and accept that whatever came to us was for our greater good. Now, for me, I was asking for assistance, right? Well, that's about the time that my father got sick and I was pregnant with my kids. Well, I was asking, how was I going to manage all this, right? Well, I ended up going on disability insurance for because my um, arms were kind of getting a little bit troubled doing hair. And so with that, that I... I went on disability insurance, which actually made me able to stay in at home with my baby, grieve my father. Then sadly, my mom, two years later, three years later, ended up, well, she ended up with Lou Gehrig's disease before that, but her real symptoms really snagged her about two to three years later. And that's when I got pregnant with my second child. And then, um, and then she was ended up um, um, going downhill quickly, right? So with that, that I really believed in the magic of having help. I was really working with that trust, surrender, and acceptance because I was out of control in my life. There's nothing I could do. It was all life that was doing it with me, for me, and and at me, and and to me, right? And so with that, that I really worked on. Um, that trust, surrender, and acceptance. But I can tell you, going into that trust, surrender, and acceptance, this is a story that I have, that we were ready to get this house because the house that we were living in, me and my husband with the, the two little ones, um, wasn't big enough to have my mom with a wheelchair. 
and her assist or her assistance because I couldn't do it myself. I couldn't assist her because her her body was getting weaker and weaker with Lou Gehrig's disease, right? So we, my mom ended up pay, paying for half this house, and we paid half for this house because of the job at that time that my husband had couldn't pay for this whole house. We couldn't have, um, we couldn't um, legally uh, get it right. Um, it wasn't in our budget according to the the lenders. And so my mom ended up um, having some income coming in, but she needed a little bit more. And so we signed her up for social security disability and we were waiting and waiting and waiting and nothing was coming. So we put a proposal on this house. We were going forward. We knew that this was the right house for us. Everything about it was more right than wrong. Right. Um, and in the midst of it, you know, my dad had died three years before this. So I was feeling, you know, that things were happening, but yet I couldn't do it. And then, so we were getting down to the nitty gritty and my mom had to make like maybe $300 more a month in order to qualify for this house. I think it was around 12 o'clock, one o'clock. I yelled to the universe. If this is the right house for us, and I know it is. I mean, I felt it coming down the driveway before I even saw the house. I knew this was the house for us. And I was like, you got to give it to us. You got to make it work. If we're meant to have this house, otherwise, I'm going to surrender it. And I know that there's going to be something else out there for us because we have to have a house soon because my mom was, um, was getting more and more where she couldn't walk. And so I was like, we need a house. Well, we needed to know it by four o'clock at three 30. I got a phone call and I got the phone call that the guy came in, processed my mom's social security disability form. Turned out he was in a car wreck and he came in and serviced two of the contracts. One was my mom's. So by 3.30, we knew we got the house because at 4 o'clock, we needed to have it. Now, I call that a miracle. I also know that my dad was helping because what was this house? A farmhouse with a detached garage and a shop. And the miracle was, since I was a kid, I've been praying for a farmhouse just in town, a little bit out of town, a little bit of land around it. We have that. A detached garage. Also, um, my husband really wanted a shop. He got a shop. And the secret dream I've always had somewhere in me was having a horse weather vane. So those weather vanes that sit on top of buildings or on top of garages that has like um, northeast, south, and west, right? Guess what we have? I've always wanted a horse weather vane. Guess what's up on the garage? So with that, that when we trust and surrender and accept, the universe can maneuver enough to get us working, get us going get it moving. And I can, ha I have like five, 10 other stories that are kind of like that. 
But we have to do that trust and surrender and acceptance to have the assistance to do what we're doing. And I'm going to tell you that when you get synchronicity in your life, that's when you know that you are being assisted. So believe in the synchronicities. You know, like me getting this house, you know, at first I was like going, it looks like a farmhouse. You know, but there was other things that were distracting me. I wasn't caught up in the story of that this is, was my dream until actually I was sitting here one day going, holy crap, I do. I got my dream. I got my dream, right? And so when, when we're in that moment, surrender yourself. Like for me, um, there was a time when my husband was drinking and he, oh, he was an alcoholic since he was 12, 14 years old. And there was a time when I sat on my bed and I screamed at the universe, you know, I can't split my family up. You know, I can't do this. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm struggling here. Um, what am I going to do? You got to help me. And I was yelling at my team, the angels, my guides, whoever dragons, whoever could listen. I said, you need to help me. And all of a sudden, now I hear chatter all the time. I have guides, wisdom coming to me all the time, right? It was quiet. It was the quietest I ever heard. Almost three weeks to the day, my husband got pulled over on our dead-end road because we live on a long gravel drive, a dead-end road in front of our neighbor's and he got videotaped for the first time. So he actually was able later to see himself drunk. He hasn't drank since then. He had a, he said that when I, when I wasn't home for that moment that that happened, I, I actually, <laughs> well, the story is, is that I needed some dental work called up the dentist and said, um, hey, I need some dental work done and it's a three-hour process. Can you put me on a waiting list? And they go, we never usually have anybody who, who um, cancels. And I said, okay, I'll be on the waiting list. Got a call the day before my husband got um, taken and said, um, or snagged or, or found drunk, um, hey, we have a cancellation tomorrow. Would you like it? And I said, yes. So as I was driving to the dentist, I saw my husband pulled over by the two cops because they had to actually move their cars over for me to drive by. So while I was gone at the dentist, yes, this was synchronously <laughs> set up, I think, because then I was away while he was processing, right? Later, he told me after a couple of years that he went out and had a, um, had a moment of, um, God, you need to help me. This is not the man I want to be. And he hasn't drank since then. Now, he's had things like he doesn't go fishing anymore. He plays golf because he got caught while, I mean, he was drinking and, and while he was fishing. So that's one of his triggers. He hasn't done that. But, but you know what? It's taken us a long time to work our way out of those 20. Well, we've been married 32 years. So it's taken us the, the, the 13 years of him being sober to renew our marriage right because we're both not the same people we were when he was drinking do you think i walked this alone no i don't 
I ask constantly. There's mantras like I ask the the for the mantra. Um, I'm asking for divine healing on this because the fact that sometimes there's something that's out of my realm, and when I ask for divine healing on this, guess what? The universe can actually help us because I'm getting out of the way, right? I'm getting out of the way. I'm asking for divine healing on this. I'm out of control. I, it's something I can't do, right? It's not in my control. I'm not to control this, right? So how do we negotiate our story is how we negotiate our life. And, you know, when we're working into being in the story of, of the belief of who we are, that's where we can do better. So, you know, if you want to start tuning into your angels, your guides, your story, you know, I would start meditating if you could. And this is what the way that I've meditated because my mind is very ADHD and it's very, <laughs> I do a walking meditation. I'm constantly available to hear and witness and do. People always say, how do you, do you notice that there was a ladybug flying in front of you at the same time you're watching the owl fly away from you? I witness, right? I get messages from the universe. So with that, the, the one way that I started meditating is, is I walked down a path and sat on a bench and saw who was going to, and waited for whoever was going to come to me. And I trusted who that was. Sometimes it was my higher self. Sometimes it was Mother Mary. Sometimes it was Jesus. Sometimes it's it was helpfulness, right? Sometimes it was my dragon. Sometimes it was a star being. Sometimes, so it's that whoever is going to be coming to you, right? And um, and it's it, it, it's one of those things that that we can go forward. Um, so uh, so Sarah, thank you. I feel like I'm getting uh, to know you so much today. <laughs> You're so welcome. Um, you know, because I'm here for you. And that's the thing is, is that I have lived life. I haven't lived everything. I haven't lived everything, but I sure have lived through a lot. And, and like for me, I haven't lost a child. Please no, <laughs> I'm free from that journey. But I can say though that, um, that when I do go through the, the story of, of the belief that I am, that, you know, it is about releasing this and, and being, and I'm sorry, um, I really love to have such a clear communication. Yes. And that's the thing is about, you know, getting out of your own way as doing that. Um, and, uh, I'm, <laughs> and Veronica says, I, I'm telling the, I'm, I'm telling the, the, my angels and my guides right now that I surrender, I trust, and I accept. I meditate when lying in bed right before I fall asleep. And I find I do that too. That is my best time, either when I'm waking up or I'm going to sleep. Because of the, the fact that we're kind of in that elusive or um, lucid time of, of, um, of negotiating. And, and when we do that, that it, it, it does give us some freedom into into being. And, but I can tell you, though, that the more that we're available to the universe, we're more available to being helped and we trust and surrender and accept that 
it, it doesn't fix everything and it won't fix everything because we have a life journey. We have experiences we need to learn. We need to find those ways to find boundaries. And sometimes we, we end up with people in our lives to teach us boundaries, right? And sometimes we have to learn, you know, um, that we're going to be okay. You know, it's, it's interesting how sometimes we get into a situation and it's like, holy crap, you know, do, am I able to do that? Well, you know, I can tell you that, that when we're getting, did I, did I know that I'd be okay when my first husband first got sober? Right? No, I didn't know. Sometimes I, in the, my marriage, I loved the house more than I loved my husband because drink living with an alcoholic who's a narcissist is not always easy. Right. While raising two kids and grieving family and that kind of stuff that, you know, it, it is a story of who we are and, and creating that. So when you go into your life and dancing with it, remember, you can ask for grace and ease. Now, that doesn't mean that you're always going to have grace with ease, but it may be that, you know, something could have been a little harder. And I know for me that when I go into situations like going into job interviews or conversations that I need to have, or even conversations that I have with people that I care about, I ask for like the angels to help me out. So I will ask for them to um, come in and assist me like Ar Archangel Gabriel. Okay. Actor Archangel Gabriel, he, he, she depends on who you need um, is an angel of communication, right? And so when you are asking for an angel to assist you with communication, you don't have to know which angel it is, right? You don't have to know what deity it is. You just, um, you just call in, you need help. Like one night I was, um, I was really struggling with, um, getting overloaded with, with the energies around me and stuff. And here comes Lakshmi, you know, Lakshmi comes in and, and she just, she, all of a sudden she's right here and she comes and then goes away. So, and I felt so much lighter after she left me. And, you know, I know that these are gods and goddesses, right? But who's to say that they're not energy, right? Like Loki or, or, um, or you know, a lot of these different gods and goddesses, they're, they're here and, and they are energy because of the fact that if we would believe in them, they are energy. And so, like, one time I had somebody who was channeling uh, Loki, right? And then I'm going, oh, so a Native American, Loki would be like um, coyote, coyote energy, trickster energy, um, wanting to toe the line, but at the same time kind of trickster about it, right? And so with that, that, that when we're going into this understanding of what angels and guides are, is, is that they come to us who we are needing, Mother Mary to someone who has more of a Native American um, belief system would be she'd be white calf buffalo woman, right? If um, and there's sometimes where she's a very stringent somebody who channels Mother Mary will be kind of stringent. Um, I've known her as mom, so like there was one time where I was crying. It was a really rough night. Um, my husband was spiraling and it was not a healthy thing. I'm a double Cancerian. He's a double Leo. So we have oil and, or we have water and fire. And so when one of us feels like we're either, you know, 
I'm trying, he's trying, I'm trying to put out his fire with my water, then sometimes, and that's a narcissist for you, right? That they, um, that they fear like they're not good enough. And so they try to say, oh, it's not me. It's you, it's you, it's you. Right. And so going into this, that, that it was one of those really rough nights and I went to bed crying and here all of a sudden I, I was just, I need help. And here comes mother Mary. Now, Mother Mary, I know that she's Jesus' mom. I know that she has all that story. I have a much bigger backstory than what the Bible says because the Bible is very biased in who she is. But she came up to me and I felt her come to the side of the bed. And I knew this was going to be a night that I'd be awake all night long because it just was not a good night. And all of a sudden I felt her rub my cheek. And within about three or four nights, it was uh, rubs. It was kind of like going under um, anesthesia. Whoop, I was asleep, you know. And so it, it was one of those things that call upon because even if she wasn't able to help, I don't know if she, know if she was helping my husband or not, but I know that she helped me. And that was in the moment my savior because it is about me in a healthy way. It is about how can I survive this life in a healthy way. And, um, hi guy. Um, and, uh, Sarah says, um, hello. And my, my hubby is a Leo and my daughter is a, a cancer. <laughs> and, <laughs> yep. And, and it, it, sometimes it is about, um, I, I almost want to say oil and water, you know, or oil and fire, you know, it, it just, it doesn't really work well, but yet we can communicate if we make good steam. And so that's where standing on the 50 yard mark and making sure that we make good steam. He puts in his effort. I put in my effort. Sometimes he's a little bit more um, troublesome in a day because of his role that he has to do at work. So he's a little more troublesome. So I go over with his permission onto his side of the 50 yard mark. And then when I need a little bit more support with my permission, he comes over so that we make good steam. We make good, um, good moments. And that's the thing that when we're working with something that is greater than us, that we get out of our own way, trust, surrender, and accept, and believe in the bigger picture. So there's been many conversations I've had where I've called in, I need the angel of technology, right? And the angel of technology or the guide of technology can help me. Now, I've asked for some big help with my technology thing, because in my business now, I have to run a lot of the producing end of it, right? And so I called in. So guess who came in? My friend from a past life, several past lives, and he goes by Roger Dodger. Yes, my guide is named Roger Dodger. Uh, and he is a... Um, uh, he is he in his past life was a World War pilot and he um, was in for Britain. Um, I think he was. Yeah, he was for Britain. And so he um, he he flew on the planes. Right. And I know that during one of those wars that I actually was an angel helping people um, come off of the war field you know, giving them inspiration. Come on, come on, you can get off. Or if the soul passed, or if the body passed, the soul would go to an angel to help, right? And so with that, that going into this dance and going into these stories, that when we ask for the assistance, we get the help. And I just, 
I have a little bit of cleaner attitude, knowing about it because of how intuitive I am. Um, I remember being born. I remember a lot of my, my past lives as they were yesterday. I guess they kind of are. Um, and, you know, going into the that story that it does work when we get the help. Because I can tell you that I myself could survive my husband getting sober. But I did it better because I had assistance with my guides and my angels and my belief system, right? So working with these beings, they want you to remember that you're okay, that you're okay, that it is part of this dance. So spend time if you need to meditate. And, you know, people put restrictions on meditation, you know, it's like I would just meditate the way you can. If that means you're walking down the street and you're opening yourself up to communication, you know, like walking down the street and you're walking the dog necessarily or something like that. And you're just kind of asking, so who do I have as a guide? And the first thing that pops into your head, because your brain wants to overrule it. So the first thing that pops in your head, trust that process. If you need to close your eyes. When you are laying in bed and you and you want to meditate just a little bit because you've had such a busy time, remember, it's not about meditating at a certain time. Yes, it does do better with your body to have that moment where your body knows you're going to go there. And that's what our team, our angels, our guides ask us to be is a little bit available so they can communicate to us, right? So like the other night, I was... Um, you know, watching a, uh, someone who channeled uh, uh, Mary Magdalene, right? And, um, and it was interesting because, you know, it's like I listen to other people's channelings and other people's knowings, and I put them in a, an area where I can check in on the truth, right? Because everybody has their truth. Everybody says something that is truthful or has truth in it, but it's up to us to discern what is our truth for us, right? And so with that, that, that I kind of, you know, said, okay, Mary Magdalene, can we have a conversation? And me being who I am, I, she came and she says, hi, dear, how are you doing? And I said, I'm doing good. And she goes, um, did you know that we were sisters in my lifetime with Jesus? Oh, no, I didn't know we were, I knew I knew Jesus. I knew I, I interacted with him. I knew him firsthand. Um, and she goes, that's why you he calls you sister. Because, well, you are sister because you're an angel. There she's telling me. But yet at the same time, though, she she's telling me that we were sisters. That's why we have such a good bond. And she's saying, you got to use me more, girl. You know? And, and it's not necessarily totally in that language, but she was in that language because of the fact that that's how I communicate with my guides. I'm not about putting them up on a pedestal. I'm not about, you know, oh, you know. it's about who are you and, and how can we work together? Because of the fact that, that that's why I have so many altars in here is because I work with so many different beings. And, and that's one of my ways of honoring them is to not as I have always representation of them, but have something that says, thank you for being who you are and what you're doing for me. Right. And that's why I do feng shui because there's this, this little corner that's helpful people. And right now it has a lot of native American in it, but yet at the same time or first nation, 
But at the same time, though, it is about calling in helpers, right? And I also, in this area here, this is my relationship. So I have a relationship with my um, with my husband that I want a good relationship with the angels, with the uh, with the animals and the beings, and the next shelf down is with the fairies and the trees, right? So when I do feng shui, I I do do the the honoring uh, with with who who people are because it is about working with them. They want to work with us. They're not attached to what you believe in, and they're not going to judge you for what or who you've been. Now, they're going to say, eh, can you be a little kinder, please? Or they may say, oh, do you really need to spend that? Your, spend your last dollars on that? Or, oh, um, what's happening here? Um, maybe, can you think twice about that maybe? Right? So they'll help you make better choices, but it's up to us, the human, to either experience the downfalls of what they're trying to help us with. Right? It's a thing. It's a thing. And, you know, like when I was, um, before I married my husband, um, I went to an intuitive and he said, there's two, two men that you are hanging out with. Do not marry both of them, one of, e either of them. You, you're not meant to marry either one of them. And I went, okay, well, guess what I did? <laughs> I married one of them, right? Well, I wasn't going out with the other. My best friend was going out with the other one. And I can tell you, though, that, you know, there was something that I was supposed to go through learning this experience. And so I did. And um, it was a personal choice. Yes, I could have made another choice. I was going out with somebody else. And I don't know what life would have been like when with that person. You know, I, I just don't know what I would have been or who I would have been. I really didn't know myself at that time to really know who or what choices I can make. And so I kind of went with the dominoes falling, right? And there was something feeling more right with my husband now. And maybe it's because of now, um, because of what we have now. And, and, you know, it's taken us a couple years to get there over 20, but we've gotten there. But I can tell you though, that we've gone through some good times in the meantime and his, his doings really, uh, somebody, somebody's up on, on the, um, upstairs. So I was checking in to see what it was. Um, that, um, you know, it's, it's that, that thing that when we're going into these knowings and what's happening, that it, it's about believing in it, right? Sorry, I got a little distracted with that. Uh, so with that, I want you to believe that you do have support. You do have help. The goosebumps, when you get goosebumps, that's a telltale sign. When you have synchronicities, that's another telltale sign. When you have animals that magically come in front of you, like me going north on I-5 the other day, I had a, a, a mama deer and a new baby, and they were running along the side of the freeway. <sighs> but what does female deer represent? Female deer re represents being kind to you. Um, it represents um, trust your your instincts. It also says, you know, make sure you walk 
walk calmly through the forests of life, right? A new baby, um, new opportunities for being gentle with ourselves. Have a little fun amidst it. But also, if you look at a baby deer, they're very instinctual, right? Very instinctual. So follow those instinctual moments, especially the new ones that are coming to you that you're learning. Trust those new instincts that are coming to you as a new knowing, right? And I just prayed that they wouldn't get run over. They were staying along the side of the freeway, but still. But that was one of those things that I saw it on a day that I was having a long day. You know, I was on the radio the first thing in the morning. And then, you know, I was up late because of a soccer game, going to a soccer game and then going north on I-5. And then, you know, had to get up early to, to be on the radio and then did some other things, right? So be gentle with myself, even though I was tired. Pay attention to my instincts as I was tired. So messages come. So believe in the animals, right? Believe in the animals that are, are working with us, right? And then know that no matter where you're at, you're not alone. And you have to trust that. Please, if I can give you anything from today's show, is trust that you have help. Things aren't going to be perfect. There's going to be lessons and experiences we need to learn. But I'm going to tell you, though, that we can have help and support during those experiences and lessons, right? And trust that when we have a conversation, we ask the angels of, let's say, um, of communication to come in, that those words that just want to come out, check your intention, check in your integrity here. Is this going to be said out of spite or is this going to be said out of something that it was like, oh, yes, if I say this, it's a new boundary for me. Because I'm going to tell you that when you're listening to your guides and angels, they are going to be positive influences. Positive, more positive thoughts that come in your head, more positive, like um, feelings of tingling around you. Um more positive um, inspirations going forward, right? So if you have these, like, like my family in the last um, couple of days has nearly been hit by the backside in our cars, right? We've we've almost been or or you know hit, but we've had protection. Oh, what do I say? Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And that's one thing when I, I saw a car in my rearview mirror coming and coming and coming, and they weren't stopping, and it was a truck. What did I say? Angels, help! And guess what? I instantly pulled over this way. The truck went this way, and they missed me. And the car behind the truck, they skidded to a stop, too. And I was like, oh. Thank you, angels. First thing I say is thank you, angels. Thank you, angels. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Because they don't need to be, they say, don't worry about saying thank you. But it just... It fills up buckets. We all need our buckets filled up, right? So believe in that. So at this moment, it's time to switch over. I got about 15 more minutes on the show. If you want a card reading, it would be Oracle cards. I'm going to pull a card for you. So I'm going to do the Wisdom of the Avalon. And then I'm also going to do... Um, I am also going to do, what's another one? Oh, I'm going to do this one. This one wants to cut. Ascendant Masters. 
wants to come out. Ascendant Masters. So those are um, a lot like this. So if you're wanting a card on Instagram, on Twitter, if you're on Twitter, I don't get any comments there. So if you want to jump over to my YouTube channel, Natasha Venter AC, I would appreciate that if you're looking for a card reading. Um, if not, speak up and I will um, I will do a card reading. So it's Wisdom of Avalon or um, the, uh, the Ascendant Masters. So with that, um, the way this works is that you don't have to tell me anything. And... Uh, if you, uh, it's kind of like a, um, like you just put it out there. Um, hi, Kristen, how you doing? Um, yes, you can. Uh, just let me know which one you would want. So, uh, Veronica, so you want the Ascendant Masters. So it's putting that thoughts out there. What would you like? What would you like? Um, what would the message be? So I'm going to clear these cards for you, Veronica. There we go. Thank you. You know the drill. So, Kristen, if you want, um, decide if you want uh, Ascendant Masters or Wisdom of the Oracle. Please. This is for Veronica. What would this message that Veronica would like? Okay, so Veronica, this card here is what has been calling to me. Detach from the drama. Oh, uh... Thank you. So detach from drama. So um, Pallas Athena is who wants to come in and help you. So you can call in her to help you with any drama that you have. Knowing what your life is like a little bit here, um, remember to call upon her. Because remember, see how her sword is down and she's holding up a hand? So she's surrendering, trusting, and accepting the greater help. So uh Athena. let me get to her it's been a while since i used this deck so i gotta go to peas and please be patient with me today with my reading oh where are you at you know if i try to do this quickly i'm gonna pass it uh oh wait a minute Peace offering. Wait a minute. I have to go the other way. Detach. 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 There we go. Detach from the drama. Okay. Palace Athena. You've been drawn into an upsetting world of human egos by focusing upon the drama. Although it is nothing more than a story, the drama feels frightening to you. This card comes to you as a helping hand in finding your way out of the story by detaching from the drama. Don't get pulled into the various plots, twists, turns, and characters of the drama. Instead, view it as a movie that you know will have a happy or at least resolved ending. Of course, you'll have, to compass you'll have compassion for everything involved or everyone involved. Yet, you don't have to let the drama pull you down in any way. As you focus upon the positive, you'll bring about positive re re resolutions. 
Additional meaning, let go of attempts to make everyone happy. Uh, allow others to make their own choices in life. Don't delay your life's purpose by focusing upon others, people's issues. Avoid gossiping about or judging others. Pallas Athena is a Grecian goddess of wisdom who becomes became a patroness of Athena, of the Athens, sorry about that, in a contest with the ocean god Poseidon. In the term Pallas, is one often given to a Greek deity, and her more common name simply is Athena. She's a war goddess who uses wisdom instead of weapons to win conflict. Call upon Pallas Athena for help with other conflicts or any situation calling for wisdom. And that's the one thing that, that our guides and, and our angels want us to remember. That it's they're not stuck on names. They're stuck on helping and honoring and doing that. So don't, don't worry about what names are. Our dragons, actually, if we have dragons for our guidances, they don't give us our true name. Like mine is Elder because he he's an elder. He gives me wisdom. So... I hope that helps you. And remember, if a card is not given to you, there's sometimes messages in these cards that has pulled been pulled for somebody else that can help you also. So Pallas Athena. Hope that helped, Veronica. Okay, so Wisdom of the Oracle. Okay, Wisdom of the Oracle cards. Okay, thank you. Kristen. Okay, so put out there your intention of what you would like to know. And I hope that everyone is doing great, having blessings in the midst of this new energy that's coming in. Oh, it's pretty impactful with um, with understandings and wisdom that, uh, that I'm just feeling the push to, woo! Um, cards fell out and it's risk. Risk. And that number is, the card number is 40, so four, so risk, risk. Let me read risk for you. So it is time for us all to take that risk. Oh, numbers. It, each deck has its own way of, of um, seeing what, what it is. Okay, so risk. This marker brings excitement, excitement to your path. You cannot know the outcome of the action you're being called to take until you do it. In this way, you're required to be blind in the forest for a time. Risk all you know and all you've acquired on your journey for the potential of something better perhaps the training you've you require demands faith in what you cannot experience with your five senses but relents reliance on the sixth sense your intuition 
can prove you with another type of insight to aid you on your journey. Very important quest questions can be answered now. In engaging in the situation worth the risk, does my inner sight tell me to wait until another opportunity comes? Am I willing to learn the lesson of defeat and surrender to the promise of the unknown potential? So those questions, right? Um, it's very important to answer these questions. Is engaging in the situation worth the risk? Or does it? Does my insight tell me to wait until another opportunity comes? Am I willing to learn a lesson of defeat in surrender to the promise of the unknown potential? Those are great questions to ask, right? Um, pray for guidance and ask for a sign. If the answer is yes, take the risk. If no, rest, regroup, and wait on a will of divine mastery. Another sacred journey marker may reveal the answer. Hmm. Okay, so let's pull one more card for you, Kristen. Uh, so with that, one more mile marker can maybe help. So risk. Yeah, risk is about life right now. There's no straight line. Life is not going to be a straight line, nor or is it a straight line. And so with that, so this is for Kristen. One more card. <laughs> Merlin. <laughs> Merlin, you got Merlin. Oh, magic, magic is in upon you. Mm -hmm. Merlin. So Merlin is a number one card. He's a master. That's another ascendant master that we can call upon if we want better magic in our life. Merlin. Merlin. I love this card. I'm going to put this up here so that, that people can see it. Okay, Merlin. The Merlin is a messenger of intuition and alchemy and is both magician and high priest. He is the masculine keeper of magic and has the ability to turn iron or into gold. Merlin says, you have all you need to move forward. Rejoice that all is the elements you required for the success. Successes are indeed present. You are given notice that when it comes to your life and its purpose, the magical aspect of the Merlin can summon up to help you find an answer that is within you. When the Merlin appears, he tells you that justice will be done in all matters of your quarry, but not by any forceful action. Instead, ask yourself what you need to do to bring balance into your life. Are you working too hard, perhaps overthinking things? Do you have enough downtime? The answer to seek are not found in the obvious places. It's time to go within through meditation, prayer, and ask spirit, the spirit world of Merlin's magic influences to send you signs and omens to help you chart your course. The Merlin says that he will lend you his wisdom. 
and magic on the leg of your journey until you can claim your own. He mes- his message is also, be in the world, but not of it. I think that's a good one for everybody. That, that, that is a good one for everyone. Be in the world, but not of it. And wear it only as loosely as a cloak about your shoulders. You will never have to look outside yourself for answers when the Merlin appears. Remember, all signs and omens sent by the Merlin are but reflections of that which is within you already. And I could not say that better. So with that, I hope this show helped you to understand that um, it is very graceful. Do not put these deities on pedestals. Um, Remember that they're here on the ground floor um, doing the work with us. And they are here to help us. Uh, So um, I'm so glad that was good. Thank you, Kristen, for being here. We need to get to lunch one of these days soon. So going into this knowing and where we're at, it's time to believe. Because if we tell ourselves something's not going to happen, guess what? It's not. So believe in you. If you're looking for more assistance, I have uh, private sessions at angelicclarifications.com. I'm also here on Mondays with Regan Forreston doing the Dance of the Soul. And I know what we're going to talk about next time. Um, Communicate. No, we weren't going to do that one. Well, there's another one. So Mondays and Wednesdays at 4 o'clock Pacific time on YouTube and Facebook at Natasha Venter AC and podcasts are on most platforms at Natasha Venter, our life clarifications with Natasha blessings with you in your journey and know that you are not alone. And, you know, this is a cliche word that negativity will pass if we trust that process, but it's asking for help, trusting and surrendering, accepting and knowing we can get our dreams. They just sometimes take a little long Take a few minutes to get there. Blessing bid to you. Natasha Venter, angeliclarifications.com. Remember you're loved. Bye now.